0: Hey there fellow entrepreneurs, if you're tired of complicated domain management, I've got the solution for you, Hover.com. Hover makes registering and managing domains a breeze. Their clean interface and hassle-free experience will save you time and frustration. No upsells, no hidden fees, just straightforward domain services. Plus, Hover offers top-notch customer support. Make your life easier, head over to foxcitiesmm.com slash hover and simplify your jo- domain journey today. You're listening to Fox City's Murder and Mayhem, your bi-weekly dose of true crime history in a small, rural community of Wisconsin. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Fox City's Murder and Mayhem. I'm Eric. I'm Gavin. And we're back with part two of David Spambauer. right? Yeah, we did are. I, did I screw that name up? Or no, no, that's I right. That's right. Yeah. All right, so give a little breakdown we had him do a bunch, go on a what, what was it, a 45 day rampage? Roughly,
1: or? yeah, a month yeah, and a
0: half of crime. Gets thrown in jail for. 80? Supposed to
1: be 80 years.
0: 80 years plus, if I remember right, wasn't it? They added some stuff on because he was clearly. He could potentially have
1: more time added on because the state declared him to be a sex deviant.
0: Okay. So that's where we left off. He's in jail and. Yes. And then where do we go from here, Gav?
1: Well, I'm going to step back for a second Oh, because you
0: got to make the disclaimer again?
1: (laughs) I am going to make the disclaimer. Well, first of all, yes, the disclaimer. Listener discretion is advised. There are going to be some things that I think are very offensive in this episode. Um, If you are not comfortable hearing stories about sexual assault, this episode is not for you. Uh, So be aware of that. I also want to give a shout out uh, because yesterday I had coffee with a Fox City's Murder and Mayhem super fan.
0: Ooh. Yeah. We have super fans. Yeah, super nice. fan.
1: And uh, so we chatted about that a bit. And he had some ideas about upcoming episodes. And so we'll see how that yeah. goes. And Very
0: cool. Is he going to come on the podcast to do an episode with us, too? He I should don't have a I super don't, fan. I don't huh?
1: think so, but you know, it's, that's an option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, we'll see we'll see where that goes. Uh, there's definitely there's a story that he suggested that I really like. I just haven't found the information quite yet. Very I nice. know the thing happened. I just can't find the information for it. But okay, David Spanbauer. David Spanbauer part 2. Part 2. So at the end of part 1 Spanbauer is sent to prison for what's supposed to be 80 years starting in May 1960. So if you do the math on that he should have been in prison until 2020.
0: <laughs> did That did not happen. <laughs> that
1: did not happen. Yeah, he went, he got his uh, mental evaluation, and they decided that uh, he was very disturbed, extremely dangerous, and uh, he was uh, a fit subject for commitment under the sex deviate law. So he was supposed to, on top of that 80 years, supposed to get some kind of a modified extension. So... <laughs> It sounds like that's the end of this guy, Mm -hmm. but it's not.
0: It is not.
1: (laughs) But it's not. Three years after he's in prison, he applies for clemency from the governor. He does not get that. Okay. He does not get that. (laughs) He starts appealing uh, his case, which you do. Like That's normal. Uh, He argues that he wasn't represented by an attorney at trial and did not know that he had the right to be represented by one. Pretty much that goes through, it gets all the way up to the Wisconsin Supreme Court, and they said, no, that's that's no good, we, we told you, you decided you were pleading guilty, you made a full confession, like, you, you knew what you were doing. Mm-hmm. So, nope, not okay. Apparently he has good behavior while in prison. So after 12 years, they grant him Huber privileges, Which, for people who are not aware, that means you can go out certain hours of the day to go to work. Yeah. Yeah. So, after 12 years, he had some free time during the day. I don't know what job he had, but apparently he wasn't very good at staying there. So, in 1972, he's partially roaming free. Then, on August 16th, 1972, he's arrested in Dane County. For the abduction and rape of a 17-year-old hitchhiker, the girl was held at Knife Point in Token Creek Park, which I don't exactly know where that is, but it's somewhere in Dane County.
0: So he's doing this while on Huber?
1: Yeah, while he's supposed wow. to be at work.
0: Holy cow.
1: Yeah. So that's that's a big no-no. We, yeah. don't, we don't do that. <laughs> May 1973, a couple months later, goes to trial. He's found guilty. And he's sentenced to, first of all, a revocation of his Huber and any parole possibilities, which is supposed to then reactivate your original charge. So he had, you know, 60 plus years remaining on here. He also receives a new sentence of 12 additional years in prison. But the judge allows this new sentence to be served concurrent. To the old sentence, which basically means no more time at all.
0: It's not nothing.
1: Yeah, it's basically nothing. Spanbauer, to his credit, as much as I hate to say that, (laughs) had actually requested that he be sent to the state hospital to receive mental health treatment because he said that while in prison, I gained insight into my problems, but it did not give me the controls I need over my behaviors. So he's aware that what he does, the impulses he has, he knows that's not exactly. normal. Right. And, you know, not that it makes it okay what he does, but it sounds like he's trying...
0: To figure out to, trying how to, to not out. do this, basically. Yeah.
1: So, um, still terrible person. Yes. But, but it's not like he's, like, asking him to be let free. The prosecutor had actually wanted an additional 50 years added on to his current sentence not those 12 years that run at the same time. So the prosecutor was pretty disappointed. Mm-hmm. The judge in this case, and I will call him out by name, Judge Richard Bardwell, says some of the most horrible stuff I have ever heard.
0: Really? Are we? Are you going to read this stuff he I says? Am, I am going to read it. <laughs> okay.
1: He said the reason that he gave him the 12 years to run at the same time, basically meaning nothing. He said it was because the incident was a rather mild rape. What that means, I don't know.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I, you know, I feel like if you're raping somebody while holding a knife to them, that's pretty, pretty bad. bad. Um, for, I feel as though if
0: you're raping somebody, that's bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, no, like, I don't know what a mild, yeah, this is <laughs> yeah, There not is good. no such thing as a mild rape. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Furthermore, the judge says he picked up a hitchhiker. The girl was, in effect, asking for it. Oh, my God. They are tempting fate when they do it. You can't protect these girls 24 hours a day. I cannot believe the judge would say that. And, like, I get it. I get that, like, you know, you're hitchhiking and hitchhiking. There's reasons that you're not supposed to hitchhike. It's super right. dangerous. But
0: that doesn't mean it's
1: okay for people <laughs> to attack you. Yeah,
0: yes, yes. And and it is never okay to say Oh that person had it coming to them. <laughs> I mean, what a terrible thing to say. Yeah.
1: And I don't know who the woman was, like I don't have her name, I have no idea. She very well could be alive today because she would only be like 70. But I have to imagine she was not thrilled with, with, this, with this judge. I yeah, no kidding. Um because that is awful. Spendower goes back to prison. Again, this reactivates his sentence, so he should now be back in until twenty twenty. Yeah. Okay. Does not happen
0: now. I assume it that because of this, his huber goes away as well. Yes, right? he is okay. not
1: back out on huber. Okay. This time, he's just he's back on good behavior. He does well. He's you know he's going before the parole board automatically, like you do, and because he's on good behavior, he actually does serve um, another eighteen years. So, a good chunk. But after that, they decided, you know, you've been really good for 18 years. We'll we'll let you out. Mm -hmm. So, he's released again in 1991. Now, from here on out, um, I'm going to rush through this quickly. I'm not going to go into detail because this is where, like, we're violating my Mm 50-year rule. Yeah. Um, That, in this case, is so well known. You could easily Google this if you want to know more. So, I'm going to rush through... What happens since he's getting out in 91? The first year, we don't really hear about him. Okay. So if he's doing something, I don't know. August 1992, 10-year-old Renelle Eichstadt disappears while riding her bicycle in rural Fond du Lac County. On September 30th, a month later, her body is discovered in a farm field in Iowa County in southwestern Wisconsin. So, so, quite the, a distance.
0: This is the first instance of him actually killing somebody. So, the too. first time
1: we know that he killed somebody, yes. Okay. 1993, we know of nothing. I have real doubts that he did nothing. But mm-hmm. We know of nothing. Okay. July, 1994. A 24-year-old Illinois woman is the target of an attempted abduction by Spanbauer near Hartman Creek State Park in Wapaka. Okay. She was grabbed while riding her bike but managed to escape. That same day, Spanbauer goes to Appleton and burglarizes a home. Less than a week later, 21-year-old Trudy Jeschke is shot to death in a Northside Appleton home after apparently surprising a burglar. She was house-sitting at the time. Spanbauer found her in a bedroom after expecting the house to be empty. September 5th, 1994, a couple months after that, 12-year-old Cora Jones disappears in Wapaka County. On September 10th, five days later, two hunters discovered Jones' body in Langlade County. In both the Eichstadt and Jones cases, Spanbauer grabbed the girls while they were riding bicycles. He then assaulted them and dumped their bodies in remote areas. October 13th, 1994. Spanbauer burglarizes an Appleton residence. October 20th, 1994. A 15-year-old girl is sexually assaulted in her Appleton home by Spanbauer. November 5th, 1994, a 31-year-old woman is sexually assaulted in her Appleton home by Spanbauer. Finally, on November 14th, 1994, Spanbauer is arrested in combined locks after attempting to break into a residence. Spanbauer was tackled by homeowner Gerald Argall, and I'm sorry that I probably said that wrong, after fleeing on foot from behind a house. The next day, Spanbauer confesses to the attempted abduction near Hartman Creek, and a few more days later, he finally confesses to the three murders and several sexual assaults in Appleton. He entered guilty pleas to 18 felonies and Judge James Beorgen of (laughs) Kekana sentenced Spanbauer to three consecutive life terms plus 403 years. (laughs) Wow! He ends up serving... About seven and a half of those years. And then? Instead of three life terms plus 403 years, he serves seven and a half years.
0: But he doesn't get out, right? Nope, he He dies. dies. Yeah. He dies. (laughs) That's what I figured. I was trying to throw you there.
1: (laughs) Yep, July 2002, he dies in Dodge Correctional Institution in Wisconsin from apparent natural causes. At only age 61, all all this stuff he did in sixty one years, more of half of which that he was, you know, in prison for. A district attorney at the time of his death said, considering the tragedies that he's caused for numerous families around the state, you would be hard pressed to find anyone who is shedding a tear over this death. And then uh the father of Cora Jones, one of the murdered uh, hmm. girls, says at least my tax money is no longer going to keep him alive. <laughs> I always look at my check stub at my taxes, and I always knew that I was paying for health care for the guy who killed my daughter. There will be a party tonight. Wow. Yeah. But a very reasonable <clears throat> response. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um. So, yeah. So, I like I said, I want to breeze through that last part, because that's the part that I think people are most familiar with. That's the part that we're most familiar with. Yes, totally. Um. But, yeah, like, in addition to the 1960s stuff, he was out in between then. And if they wouldn't have caught him right away, he probably would have gone He'd on gone another, another spree. spree.
0: I mean, he was only out on Huber, so, it had, I mean, how much damage can he really do on but Huber? But apparently he, but, 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 he can. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the weird thing about this story that I find extremely interesting is is that, obviously, when he gets out, he has no self-control. Whatever right. this this desire, whatever that causes him to do these things, he cannot control it. Right. But for some reason, when he's in prison, he's just fine.
1: It seems that way.
0: And that just is weird to me, right? That doesn't seem to make sense. I,
1: I mean, it is weird. I don't, you know, I I can't claim to be an expert on his mental health, uh, but uh, I mean, I guess in prison you don't have a lot of opportunities to. Break into houses and, and assault yeah, I mean, and assault underage women? Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess. and. But, yeah, it's uh, – but, no, I agree. I mean, you'd think he, he would have some kind of violence in prison or something. Yeah.
0: I mean, even just something because he's, he's having these urges and he can't, you know, yeah. crave them. It's just bizarre. Yeah. And then the other part of this that – so there's like – once he gets out, there's a couple gaps there. And yeah. I got to assume that he's just as active during those gaps as he was in the times we know he was doing things. Yeah, that's Be- see,
1: that's the weird part because there's a gap between August '92 and July '94, so that's eleven months, and like he's not locked up. Mm-hmm. And based on like these streaks he has, where yeah. it's like every couple of days he's, he's out do- there they're doing something. I don't right. believe for a second he made it eleven months.
0: Yeah, unless in. But then but wasn't there another gap too for a brief period? There's with, there's
1: small ones here yeah, and there, but I mean a, a year is it just From from the time he turns nineteen until the time he dies, he doesn't have a year where he's not doing things. So that's weird to me.
0: And and it is weird because you would think that at least law enforcement could look at incidents that happened in that year. I oh, can't yeah. imagine it would be very hard to say, yeah, this is probably him. Because oh, he I, does I di- guarantee
1: you when they caught him, they looked back at the on self. I guarantee you they did.
0: Yeah. But the fact that they never actually made any connection is really weird. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, I don't believe he made it a whole year without breaking into a house. I don't buy that at all. Yeah. That's- and 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 three murders and Yeah, and those three murders are all within the one year. He's getting worse. And that is I want to point this out that is really unusual. Because I don't know how many of our at-home true crime fanatics (laughs) are, like, really into serial killers. I'm not so much anymore, but I used to be quite a bit. And if you are, you'd know that, like, serial killers, like, their murdering sprees generally peak in, like, their 20s and 30s. And if they can make it past that without getting caught, they'll slow down. Mm -hmm. So the fact that this guy doesn't actually start killing people until he's, like, 50 years old is really unusual.
0: That is weird. And and you know, I'm always a big proponent of you know, like I feel like I feel like our criminal system has to should be doing more to try and rehab people and, you know, make make them able to live in society again. Yeah. And this one story is one that just makes me question that whole thing. Yeah, oh no a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Because this guy spent eighteen years in jail and what? Gets out and maybe is able to control himself for a year, but yeah. probably not just and and then like, what's the trigger point? Because prior he didn't kill anybody. Yeah. I so don't know. He gets out and didn't you say like the first incident that he, we know he did after he got out of prison is a murder, right? It is. Yeah. It's just like, what happened that, what triggered this, that he's like, now I need to kill these people. I don't know. Or maybe the, that first incident just ended badly. He accidentally killed a person and then got the, that taste and continued yeah. it. You know? I mean,
1: yeah. Granted, it's it's, it's a 10-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it takes a lot of – I mean, I'm, again, I'm sorry for listeners at home. This is a sensitive, sensitive uh, episode. But it doesn't take much for like a 10-year-old girl. After you've already yeah. attacked her, it's not a big jump to killing her.
0: Yeah, I suppose.
1: Um, please do not kill 10 year olds, yes, but but it's, I I can't imagine it's very hard, but yeah, so I don't know, I don't, I don't get it, it's weird, and yeah, um, as I, as I had said last time, like I'm on the same page as you on that, I don't think it's beneficial to the person or to society to keep people locked up their whole lives, I don't think that's really what the point of the system should should be. be, right? Um, but yes, if there's any, if there's any example that's like but what about this? This well, this guy. is the yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the guy because uh based on this record, there is no point that this guy should have ever been out.
0: Yeah, and and the other thing I find really funny about this, because we you know, you always talk about Wisconsin. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer, Ed Gein, yeah. people like that. It's so funny, I don't think that I don't think outside of the, the state of Wisconsin, people know who this guy is. And to me, think so. this guy is just as big of a monster as those two were. I mean, uh, I would
1: agree I would say he's as big as Ed Gein. Dahmer's hard to top. Yeah, Dahmer's pretty extreme. But no, I I absolutely. I mean,
0: but the fact that If he wasn't
1: guy, in prison this entire time, like you could not imagine the amount, amount of uh, damage he yeah. would have done.
0: Yeah. You know, and and if you look at like Dahmer's history, you can see there's periods of time where he's trying to stop. Mm-hmm. Like it, they kind of suggest that he took a period where he's trying to get over whatever. Or this guy doesn't seem like he has any care in the world. He right. is just out there doing we day after day after day after day. Right. You know, and it's that's really really scary.
1: Oh, he's extremely scary. And it's extremely scary, dude. And like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, why he's not more known outside of Wisconsin, I don't know. But there's even, there's people in Wisconsin that aren't well-known. There's, I can't think of his name. That's how not well-known he is. Um, I think his last name is Van Dyke. But there was a guy who was a serial killer in Milwaukee. But then Dahmer ended up getting caught shortly after he was caught. And suddenly everybody You're forgot about this just guy. guy
0: forgot about him completely. So they had two big serial killers at one point in time. Yeah. At the same time. At the same time. Scary. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then there's the other one who came in Milwaukee a little bit later than Dahmer, um who they now call the North Side Strangler. Mm. And people don't really I mean, he comes up. He's dead now too, but he comes up, but I he didn't get as much coverage and this is just my opinion, I can't back this up with facts. He didn't get as much coverage because he was black and he was killing oh, in black right, neighborhoods. Right. So yeah. I, I, that may not be true. That may not be the reason why, but I think that's probably part of the part reason why.
0: That plays a big role in it, at least. Yeah. Well, and you look at serial killers. Serial killers always need to have, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer's eating people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed Gein's turning people into lampshades. You yeah. know, it's not even about how violent of criminals they are. It's just the weird It has things, to be the weird thing, thing that Things that they're out. doing. Yeah. Yeah. And really... Yeah, and Ed
1: Gein... For people who don't know, like, Ed Gein, he's, he's often lumped into, like, the serial killer category. He is not a serial killer. Like, he, he killed, he, he like, four like, people, right? <laughs> at most. Yeah. Like, I think there's two confirmed. Like, all that nasty lampshade stuff in his house, he got that from digging up graves. Okay. So, like, not that that makes it better. Like, <laughs> but Like, please don't do that either. <laughs> but he's not going out there killing people to to... Turned them into taxidermy. That is not what he was doing.
0: Right. But yeah, this is, and you know, obviously I knew this story going into it, or at least I knew that after part of it, but I had no idea how terrifying of a person this is. Oh yeah. No,
1: I, neither did I. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know, I would say I didn't know half of it. I didn't probably even know 10% of it. Yeah. Because the time that we grew up in, the only reason I knew about it growing up is because this guy tackling him in right. his backyard in combined locks, which is like less than 10 miles down the road from where we grew up. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a big freaking deal. Like, yeah,
0: that was big news. And I, like, yeah, I totally remember it. And I mean, if anybody knows me, I don't watch the news, I don't pay attention to anything. So, the fact that I remember it means everybody remembers. Oh, yeah.
1: But, but this, so. I'm not. I don't want to give away our ages on here, but I'm going to do it. <laughs>
0: well, I think he did in the last podcast, so <laughs> it's okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, anyway,
0: so when he was when he
1: was finally caught, we were both 13, mm-hmm. and so yeah, like this is something that's going to go around. Like this is now parents are going to be like, "Hey, there was this guy in Appleton kidnapping children off of their bikes, like mm-hmm. in daylight." Like, I don't remember ever getting a talk. From my parents being like, please don't ride your bike. Like, I don't, remember, <laughs> I don't remember that. That did not happen. But you can see how that could just like chill the entire community,
0: right? And and it's so weird because I don't remember there being like movements or anything around the time to be like, we can't let our kids just run around and do whatever because that's what we did when that's we what, were that's kids. What we did. And we just went out and we did our thing, and we came, We just had to be home by a certain time. Yeah, and I don't remember. After this happened, a period of any sort of, hey, you know. No, neither do I. You know, it was like this happened and it was just done and over with and nothing. Yeah. You know.
1: Neither do I. And it's kind of weird looking back on it now because even though they didn't know who it was until he got caught, I have to assume they were piecing together. That these abductions and break-ins could all be... Connected. Like, connected. And, and
0: they're like, we have a scary monster running around the streets right now. Right. You know, and that's, wow.
1: Back in back in the day when we didn't, uh, when our kids weren't scared of everything <laughs> and our parents didn't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, well, I, I hope for everybody, even though, like you said, a lot of people know this story. I don't mm. think a lot of people know... This story at all (laughs) you know like yeah like uh,
1: like i what i knew is that this old guy had kidnapped and killed a few kids that was the part that i knew i didn't realize that there was like a 30 year thing running up to that
0: yeah so did did you just decide you were gonna look into this story or did somebody say oh no this guy started back in the 60s And then you're like, okay, I got to check this story out. I don't
1: remember why specifically it came up to do for the podcast. I can tell I mean, spanbower has been on my radar for a very long time for obvious reasons. But I don't remember specifically how it came up in context of the podcast. So I couldn't tell you. I don't know.
0: But was it because of the podcast research that you discovered the 60s thing? Or did you just decide to look this up and then you're like, holy crap, this is a...
1: Uh, It was probably because of the podcast, because I can tell you up until a couple of weeks ago, I did not know this. Okay. Okay. So a lot of it, a lot of it did come out of the podcast. So,
0: okay. I see what you're saying. Interesting. Wow. So, well, I hope for everybody that was a really good story because man, I mean, I'll I'll tell you. So we, we did wait a week between the parts to record them. Yep. And I, I was telling Mo yesterday that I'm like, I'm like, man, I can't wait to get to, to record tomorrow so I can hear part two of this story. So, yeah. So.
1: Yeah, and I encourage people to Google. Like I said, this is this story is not hard to find. Most of my stories, I pull out of old news articles, and you can't find them easily unless you know how to look in old news articles and stuff like that. This one, Google it. Like it, there's, there's there, it's known. It's a known story,
0: and it's it's easy to find even the earlier days parts of. I suppose because parts been,
1: of it, you, yeah. I went into more detail than you can find mostly online because I I did go back to the newspapers. newspapers
0: all right so i guess that'll wrap this episode up yeah and again we appreciate everybody's support of this podcast we will be back in two weeks with another episode yeah and we'll see you then thank you very much thanks for tuning in to fox city's murder and mayhem join us in two weeks for another exciting episode of murder and mayhem